Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Paychecks Business Series podcast. My name is Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications that you probably know, like The Guardian, The Hill, Forbes, and Entrepreneur. But more importantly, I'm a small business owner. My 10-person company provides financial and technology management services, and I'm always in need of expert advice. That includes real-life advice from real-life business owners like myself on how they're handling the challenges of running their small businesses. And that's what this podcast is all about. Today, I am speaking to Julie Weiniger. Julie is the owner, and Julie, I hope I'm, I'm giving your title correctly. You're the owner of Lulabelle's. Uh, welcome, first of all, to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, Julie, tell us a little bit about Lulabelle's. What do you guys do? Sure. Um, thank you for having me. First of all, uh, Lulabelle's is a neighborhood ice cream and sweet shop in the um, Petworth neighborhood of Washington, D.C. So we have scooped ice cream. We actually have coffee. We have pastries, candy, all kinds of different treats. And we sort of pride ourselves on being a community hub. How long have you guys been in business? Three years. Wow. What did you do in a prior life? <laughs> well, actually, um, I actually own two businesses. Um, okay. Lulabelle's is just one of them. I own um, another store on the same block that's a clothing and gift shop. And we have um, been open there for oh, 10 years. That's awesome. Wait, so so the clothing and gift shop, is is it also called Lulabelle's or it has different- It's called Willow. Called Willow. Got yes. it. Yes. A little and bit different. Where'd you come up with the name of Lulabelle's? Lulabelle's is actually the nickname that my grandfather called my grandmother growing up, Lulabelle. Oh my God, that's so yeah. sweet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is awesome. So yeah. is it just you or do you have any co-owners or? Uh, it is just me. Wow. All of it. The whole <laughs> shebang. Lulabelle's, all of it. <laughs> and again, as an ice cream shop, so it's Eden and it's just ice yes. cream? Correct. Okay, Mostly. So no we, have, we have some sandwiches and pastries, um, but the bulk of our business in normal situation is ice cream. Got it. Okay, I got you. And about how many people do you have in the working in the store at any given time? Um, at any given time, it's mostly two people. It's, it's one to three people. The busiest times um, can be up to three people. It's a really small store. So um, we don't have a lot of space, <laughs> a lot of room to have a lot of employees at once. And we only actually have about eight different ice cream, I take that back, 12 different ice cream flavors at one time. Got it, all right. So we're, we're having this conversation right now. We are, this is April, we're middle of April, and you are, uh, so you're in, you're in DC, is that correct? Like in the city? Correct. Yes. So my assumption is you've been shut down? A month, yes. So on, March 16th, uh, Mayor Bowser basically said at that point that you couldn't have, you couldn't have tables um, that were closer than six feet apart. She hadn't shut it down entirely, but at that point when she said that, um, I had already, that week leading up to that day, March 16th, had already been thinking like, we're probably gonna have to close. Like this was already in my thought process already thinking about it. I think that came out sometime, I wanna say around four or five o'clock in the afternoon on the 16th. And we have a few tables and, and things in the shop for people to sit 
And at that point I was like, okay, well, let's just get rid of the tables. Let's just move the tables. And then let's think about what we should do going forward. And then it just, I don't know, increasingly other places were sort of voluntarily closing. And at that point I thought, okay, let's just, we're just gonna close. We're gonna close right now. We're gonna figure out what we can do. It's safe. I was getting increasingly worried for my employees and I just didn't wanna keep going basically at that point until I could figure out like a better solution for everything. So I think that we ended up closing early on the 16th, I wanna say, about five o'clock, maybe six o'clock on the 16th. Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember that day well, because that's when most people in Philadelphia, where I'm from, uh, most shop owners were required to close as well. Um, yeah. So are, have you, you've reopened a little bit, correct? Are you, yes. you are doing, okay. We're going to talk about that in a future podcast, because uh, okay. I'm interested in, in, in <laughs> how you're managing that. But, but yeah. more importantly, for purposes of this, so you are closed, your cash flow is obviously has, has taken a hit. What what are you doing right now as far as paying your bills? How are you making through this? Yeah, so unfortunately, for the most part, um, I had to lay off my employees. So that day on the 16th, I knew that this was going to just blow up and that the system was going to get inundated with people applying for unemployment. So that very day within an hour or so, when we decided to close, I talked to my manager, I said, okay, get all of the links, get everything ready to send to them in an email saying, this is how you need to apply, this is what you need to do. Do it today, do it now. Okay. So that they would at least be sort of like first in the queue because I knew that it was just gonna be crazy. So we did that. So that in and of itself is, a huge help because I don't have the payroll costs. Um, and, and if yes. I could also jump in, I mean, so you cut your payroll costs that way, but um, that was actually a very cool thing for you to do. I mean, so you basically said to all of your employees, that's we, we are going to shut down. We were forced to lay you off. However, here are some resources for you guys to go out and get unemployment, right? Yeah. I mean, get on unemployment now. Basically. What was the response to that? <laughs> they all did it immediately. I think that for the most part with my employees, they, they know that I have their back as much as I can. And I can talk about this a little bit more later about some things that we're doing for them beyond that. Um, but I actually had to spend time. I, when it, it all happened, you know, the unemployment system, I think we're still seeing that wasn't ready mm. for all of this. Right. The DC unemployment system certainly wasn't either. And so they had troubles right off the bat. Right. And so I called my, well, I emailed my council member and said, hey, my employees can't get unemployment for various reasons. And we had the problems fairly resolved fairly fast, but it took me stepping in on their behalf to do that. Did you lay them off or furlough them? Like, did you keep, do you provide health insurance for your, for your employees or other not. benefits? You do not? No. Yeah. Okay. So you officially laid them off. Basically, and, yes, right? laid them and off. How did you feel when you laid them off at the time? You do know that that means that if they were to find other jobs, they could look for other jobs. Yes. I mean, so, right? Yes. What, oh, yeah. How did you feel about that? Um, it, it is definitely an issue, but I really just didn't have any choice in the matter, unfortunately. But also, I think that they're pretty loyal to me and they know that 
I, I'm doing the best that I can for them. And so thus far, no one has even hinted at wanting to do anything any differently. And I can talk a little bit about what I'm doing with some of them too. We are gonna, yeah, we're yeah. going to talk about that in a, in a future yeah. conversation yes. together. But that's, that's very good to hear. So, okay, yeah. so you cut cash by laying off people. Um, what else did you did to just control your cash at that point? And we're not talking about bringing any cash in because that's another conversation we're going to have. But what else, what other steps did you take to, to, I mean, there, not much, there wasn't really much else I could do. At How about that. rent? So I have been in touch with my landlord, but I have not heard anything back from him currently. So I'm not really sure where I stand with that. At have the you moment. been paying it? No, Okay. not for this month, not for April. Okay. So you stop um, payment. And again, some localities, you know, actually have like new laws that say that landlords can't press on that. But yes, you just, so, you just went ahead and just said, I'm, I'm just not going to pay my rent. This I month. mean, I reached out to him and I basically said, Hey, this is where I'm at right now. I'm okay. having to close. I haven't had re any revenue basically. And, um, what can we do to work together on this? And he hasn't replied. No. So I'm not sure. He's a very nice man. So I don't sure. think that this is some sort of like issue where he doesn't want to work with me. I'm just not really sure what's happening. He could be sick for all I know. I don't know. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, so there's rent and I'm just trying to think of other expenses. You, do you have any lease payments like for your freezer no. units? You do no. Not. How about utilities? Uh, did yeah, you, you, what did so, you do? Utilities are fortunately not too much. So I'm continuing to pay utilities, but in DC, I don't think I have to. Okay. Now and, and rent in DC and rent in DC too. Also you, you can't be evicted at the moment. Understood. So you've controlled your costs, um, but there's, there's no income coming in. I mean, obviously from the store. Yeah. So Justin, just the couple minutes that we have left here uh, without talking about getting funding from other sources, yes. I'm just, I'm curious. So what have you been personally doing regarding income? Are you diving into savings? Are you, you know, do you have a rich uncle? Um, <laughs> how have you been well, making out? I haven't because I've sort of come up with some other creative ways, which I know you wanted to talk about that later. Yep. I haven't necessarily had to dip into anything yet. Mostly um, because the, honestly, the bulk of my monthly expenses going out are payroll and rent. Julie, this is great. Um, for those of you guys listening, uh, just know we're going to be coming back and continue this conversation with Julie to see how she's been navigating the pandemic. Um, but for now, for more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paychecks COVID-19 Help Center. The address is paychecks.com forward slash coronavirus dash resources. Again, my name is Gene Marks. Thanks for listening. We'll be back shortly to continue our conversation with Julie. Speak to you soon. This podcast is property of Paychecks Inc. 2020, all rights reserved.